Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Laura Goetz lives in the wider orbit of Eau Claire, generally known as Wisconsin's Chippewa Valley. So though I've not seen her face-to-face often, we can all see her dependably on Facebook weekly via her Saturday sing-along. I love the sing-along experience, and Laura has a great assortment of straightforward group singing tunes, leading with her wonderful voice, accompanied by her uke, piano, banjo, and even an occasional lip trumpet, using her own two musical lips. Typically, 25 to 30 devices tune in for her 6 p.m. Central Time Saturday sing-along, and maybe this coming week you'll be one of them after we visit today with Laura Getz via Zoom. Laura, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you for inviting me. You've been doing a lot of music in addition to your day job. Did you ever want to become a a famous singer, performer? Famous? No. (laughs) And (laughs) thankfully, I'm still quite anonymous. I love being anonymous, actually. (laughs) I know that there are so many people who go after fame, but I think it would be ideal if somehow you could thread that needle of getting your voice out there without necessarily losing your anonymity and your privacy. So it's a question of privacy that's the issue. It's not because you're a humble person by nature? I mean, I grew up in the Midwest, so I think I do have a certain (laughs) humility. (laughs) I grew up in the upper Midwest where we're sort of trained to not stick our heads too far up above the water. So the reason that I reached out to you is because on Facebook, being a friend of yours, I noticed your Saturday sing-along, which is great fun and great riches. You're significantly younger than me. I mean, you were born the year I went to college. So I was learning a number of the songs that you really like right around the end of my high school and there. How did you come up with all of this rich and wide variety of songs? Well, there's a lot of music that I really love. And I also needed to be able to accompany myself on the ukulele. So there was this cross where I needed to pick songs that were manageable for me. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not, I would not say that I'm a good ukulele player. I've had one class and it's just a really fun little instrument to play. So I've gotten a little better at that over the course of this past year. But You know, a lot of songs, I think, in that era, certainly some of the folk tradition songs, you know, it's sort of that three chords and the truth sort of mentality. I'm like, well, I can do three chords on the ukulele. I just have to pick a key that's good for my voice, and then I'll learn these three chords I need. So I don't know. I suppose it's music that I absorbed growing up, things like All of Me. That one is from the American Songbook. It was written in 1931. There's actually a movie of that name starring Lily Tomlin and Steve Martin. 
And honestly, I haven't seen it for years. There's probably all sorts of culturally inappropriate stuff in that movie. But at the time I saw it, I thought it was really enjoyable. And I just loved that song. And so when I saw it in one of my ukulele books, when I can, I dip into those because the words are already there. And then most of the chords I need. So you mentioned the song All of Me by Seymour Simons and Gerald Marks. Again, 1931, it comes out and it's still captivating. 90 years later, it's a captivating song for us. What about this song is particularly appropriate for Laura Getz? Well, All of Me, it's such a simple song. There are really very few lyrics to this song, but it encapsulates a lot really in one verse. And the melody is lyrical. So you have this great message coming across with this lyrical melody. And, you know, it does speak for itself that it's lasted 90 years and people are still enjoying it. I think we've sung this one three times now on the sing-along because I like it so well. Well, we're going to play it here today for Song of the Soul. We've got Laura Getz here and each week, and now it's up to what, 50, how many? We just finished week 50. So Laura Getz does a weekly thing. You can track her on Facebook, the Saturday sing-along. This song, three times now it's been on there, and we've got it special for us today. It's called All of Me. my 
So why not take all of me? So that was Billie Holiday performing all the... Oh, wait, oh no, excuse me, it was Laura Getz. It was hard. <laughs> I mentioned that because All of Me was recorded, kind of the defining version of the song was done by Billie Holiday, but it was also performed by Louis Armstrong, Frank Sinatra, Willie Nelson did it, and now Laura Getz, who's with us here for Song of the Soul. She does a thing that you can connect with. I've got the link on northernspiritradio.org, but on Facebook, you can search for Saturday Sing Along and join her at 6 p.m. Central Time to listen to that. And All of Me is the kind of song she likes to include because you can play it on the uke. You said that you had one course in the uke. Have you had other music lessons? Did you start out in church choirs from little? Did you come from a musical family? Where did you get this gift? You've got a beautiful voice, you're a beautiful singer. Well, thank you. So, yes, I come from a musical background. Both of my parents majored in music. My mother essentially was, I don't think the program existed. Essentially, she was a piano performance major. And she and my dad both trained to be music educators. So after college, they both went into public school system as teachers. One of them really enjoyed it. One of them did not. And I'm not going to rat anybody out. So they, they both wound up shifting careers. So my parents, for their, I think, second wedding anniversary, they bought themselves a Yamaha Baby Grand Piano, just as one would buy a car. They put some money down, and then they made payments on that until it was paid off because music was that important a part of their lives. And my mother knew that she was going to be teaching piano lessons from our house. And so that was what she did many of the years that I was growing up. And because it was a baby grand piano, the body of the piano sits well up off the floor. So when I was a kid, I could just sit underneath that piano or even stretch out, lie down on the floor, lie on my back and just look up. And when she was playing, I could just look up at the underside of this big grand piano and hear that music and feel the vibrations of the instrument as well. And it was just, uh, I mean, it's a, it was a cool experience. Obviously, I still remember it. So it was meaningful to me. And so I was always interested in the piano. Uh, I think they gave me a piano book much earlier than I was ready to take lessons, but maybe when I was five or something. So I could just kind of start looking at it and, you know, go over to the piano and plunk notes. I didn't know what I was doing yet. But then probably in second or third grade, mom started teaching me to play the piano. And we know how well that typically goes when parents are teaching their children. <laughs> so she put up with me for a couple of years, but you also can't get away with anything. When your mom is your piano teacher, she knows how many minutes a day you're supposed to be practicing. And so you can't say, well, I did practice. No, I didn't hear you practice. So then I switched to a, another music teacher in the area, wonderful person. And she was using the same teaching method that my mom was using. So it was easy to transition from one to the other. And I took piano lessons from, say, third grade through my senior year of high school. And then in the summer between fourth grade and fifth grade was when we had the opportunity to select whether we wanted to go into band or orchestra in the public school. 
And I decided I wanted to try out the violin. So I started violin in fourth grade and I played that through, I think, my sophomore or junior year of college. I was a non-music major violinist in the university orchestra. So violin into college. And then I've just always been interested in a lot of musical instruments. And several years ago, after I had met Dawn, who is now my wife, she was not my wife then, I said to her one day, you know, I'm kind of interested in a couple different instruments, learning a couple different things. I said, the bagpipes are pretty interesting. <laughs> it's a unique sound. And, and I said, the banjo also has a really interesting sound. My birthday was not very long after I made that statement, and she gave me a starter banjo for my birthday because <laughs> she did not want me playing the bagpipes. Very smart. Wise choice on her part. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So she helped direct me to the banjo. And then here I am learning the banjo, and I called my parents to let them know that I was learning the banjo. These are two classically trained people. <laughs> <laughs> and I grew up in a house where my mom listened to public radio like all the time when she wasn't didn't have students and they would play classical music all day. Sunday evening, Simply Folk would come on, click, off went the radio. What? <laughs> we never, never listened to Simply Folk. So when I called them to let them know that I had a banjo and I was starting banjo lessons. <laughs> Where did we go wrong? Where did silence. we go wrong? <laughs> there was just silence on the other end of the line. I could just picture them looking at each other like, how did this happen? <laughs> but they recovered well. It sounds like the reaction I got from my parents when found out I was a vegetarian, that I was a war tax resistor, and I'm a Quaker. I mean, it's like, oh, we totally messed up with this kid for sure. <laughs> So I did not grow up listening to folk music. I grew up listening to musicals. Gosh, I'm trying to think the records they had. Barbara Streisand, they had the Beatles, Neil Sedaka, Neil Diamond, Barry Manilow. I had, I was a big Barry Manilow fan. Yeah, but I was a big musical theater fan. Well, this is amazing. Let's go on to some more of your music. I love actually this part of it, but I imagine our listeners are eager to find out what kind of music that Laura Getz shares as part of the Saturday sing-alongs. Give us an example. Speaking of banjo, Hard Times by Stephen Foster is a song that I learned Specifically, I learned also to play the banjo because I sang with a group for a while in Chicago. And this is one of the songs that we performed together. And so I learned just very basic rolling banjo chords to go behind this one. This is the only Stephen Foster song I am willing to sing because, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure I need to go any farther with why because, but I mean, it's Stephen Foster. But this is a song that I felt has a message that is universal. It is never not relevant because we somebody is always going through hard times. And of course, this past year has been just brutal in so many ways. So we sang this one the second week of the sing-along, actually. Um, the sing-along started March 21st, 2020, and we did hard times on March 28th. What an introduction to a hard time that we've had for this past year. Laura Getz has her own little personal home recording of Hard Times by Stephen Foster, and she's doing it on the banjo. Here is Hard Times. Let us pause in life's pleasure 
and count its many tears while we all of sorrow with the poor. There's a song that will linger forever in our ears. Oh, hard times come again no more. While we seek mirth and beauty and music light and gay, uplift us today. Laura Getz brings in a song like Hard Times. Laura (laughs) Getz is our guest for Song of the Soul. And Hard Times, by the way, we do that at the monthly song circle, not too infrequently. I mean, people pick whatever song they want. In the two books that we use, we have a total of 2,400 songs between the two. So there's a lot of choices, but that is one that comes up far too frequently. You talked about the positive message of the song, Laura, But the way that I listen to that song, it's a little bit woe is me. Not a little bit. It's a lot of bit woe is me. Some of the lyrics include, there's a pale drooping maiden who toils her life away. And there are frail forms waiting at the door. And all those things, of course, are true. They do exist. But you strike me not at all like a frail fainting maiden or a a drooping maiden or that just doesn't seem you. You are correct. That is not me. And that pale drooping maiden, that was a favorite theme of Stephen Foster, right? He also wrote Beautiful Dreamer. And I think he just had this idea in his head of what, well, not what any woman was, probably what a white upper class woman was, perhaps. 
Actually, I think it was my mom who requested this song particularly. She likes the way that I sing it. And I don't see it as a positive song. I see it as a recognition of reality song. But yes, for the most part, I try to do upbeat songs because that's the point of the sing-along is to bring people together and mostly provide some respite from this year that we've been going through. We've got the link to the Saturday sing-along on Northern Spirit Radio. You'll track her down via Facebook. And that's where you'll find Laura Getz and Saturday sing-along. Tell our listeners a little bit of the format that you use, how long you go. Because, you know, Zoom and maybe Facebook, and you can't sing together very well. Correct. It's more of a Saturday sing-along from home while you listen to me lead. I suppose it kind of works out well for shy singers because I'm the only voice that gets heard. So people tuning in from their home or from wherever they're tuning in from, they just hear me and they can mute me if they don't like the song I'm doing or don't like what I'm sounding like on that song, or they can sing over me or they can harmonize with me. Some people play guitar along with me. People have played the violin, flute, and I think a whole bunch of different instruments. So the fact that it's not synchronous because that's not possible currently because of the speed at which the different packets get distributed to different people. I don't think the technology exists yet. I just use the live stream feature from Facebook. Well, I had been actually now Dawn does it through Zoom because now we've got some people who like to gather about 15 minutes before the sing-along just to socialize a little bit. And so they come in on Zoom and then Dawn clicks whatever button she needs to click. I don't even do it. And then voila, there I am live on Facebook. So the structure is informal. I want people to feel relaxed. We are apart together and together apart in that format. It's a really positive community. So the first week, I literally did an invited event. So I invited everybody I knew on Facebook and 125 people showed up to the first week, which was just so far beyond what I expected. (laughs) I thought my parents would be there, Dawn, maybe her mother. You know, I thought maybe 10 people would show up to that first one. It was really nerve wracking and so fun to have uh, such a big turnout on the first one. The other thing I should say is I'm quite introverted. It has taken me a lot of years to get even close to comfortable performing in front of people. If I could sing behind a curtain in public, that is what I would do. Because just having people stare at you is kind of, kind of, that can feel a little scary and overwhelming. <laughs> so this format where I don't see anybody else, I am singing to the backside of an iPad. I don't even look at myself. So I I sit in my hallway, which is pretty live area acoustically. I set dress sometimes for Christmas. I had Christmas decorations. We did a Christmas in July and I pulled out all these Christmas decorations and we just really went for it. But yeah, I just look at the back of an iPad and sing at that. And so basically I'm singing to myself in my house, (laughs) which is about (laughs) as comfortable as it gets. You know, I wish those people could be in my living room having an in-person sing-along with me, but this is as close as we can get. So the structure is relaxed. We've done about 280 unique songs so far, I think. 
We've had a few themes. Like I said, we did Christmas in July, and then we've had a rainbow theme. We had a TV theme week. Started that one with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It sounds like an awful lot of fun. And again, folks, we have the link for the Facebook page for the Saturday sing-along of Laura Getz on NordenSpiritRadio.org. And I do want to remind you, folks, links like that are always on our page and the song list that we're doing. So, you know, we've already listened to all of me in hard times. And there's, I think, five more songs we're going to get to today. But you can always follow those things on NordenSpiritRadio.org. You can find the stations where we're carried across the nation. There's something like 42 of them at the moment. You can post comments, which we love getting feedback and suggestions from you. And there's a donate button, which is how we support ourselves. It's full-time work, and we don't depend on either government or corporations. We want you, the listeners, to determine which way we can go. And so please come to our NordenSpiritRadio.org website and help us out that way and help out your local community radio station. They're so valuable, both in terms of the music and the news that you get, which is focused from the community. We've lost a lot of that with the nationalization and then globalization of so many industries and so many media outlets. So please support those alternative local media. And then you know, go to a place like Laura Getz on Saturday Sing Along and support your local media by being present with one another, singing. Singing is such a wonderful thing to do. You know, Laura, you mentioned about being an introvert yourself. I understand Jim Morrison was the same way. His first performance with the band, he had his back to the audience. He, he couldn't face looking at people while he was singing. Well, I just want to let you know that you are in good company. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Let's show off some of that more of that music that you sing to your iPad. What kind of music would you want to share here for Song of the Soul? Well, let's do a spiritual. I fit in spirituals when I can. This one that we're going to listen to today is called Come and Go With Me. The lyrics are come and go with me to that land where I'm bound. And then it's there'll be justice in that land. And then the next verse is there'll be freedom in that land. The next verse is there'll be singing in that land. And then it circles back to come and go with me. So when I sing this one, I don't sing it in a religious sense. I don't proselytize about religion at all. And I definitely don't on um, Saturday sing along. I do proselytize about democracy vote.org to see how to register to vote in your area. But this song really resonates for me because these are the things I want now. I want justice. I want freedom. I want singing and this purposeful togetherness. And this one really was an important example because of a new awareness of the Black Lives Matter movement by so many white people this past year after the deaths in particular of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, and unfortunately so many others. And there were marches. I participated in a couple marches last year. And one thing that I was missing was music. I think somehow if we can revitalize that justice-oriented music tradition, that would further captivate and carry these messages forward of all the ways that we still need more justice and freedom in our land. 
Beautifully said, Laura. This is Laura Getz with us. A little home recording she did with her uke and with her wonderful voice, sharing the spiritual Come and Go With Me for Song of the Soul. Come and go with me to that land. Come and go with me to that land. Come and go with me to that land. Where I'm bound, where I'm bound. Come and go with me to that land. Come and go with me to that land. Come and go with me to that land. Where I'm bound. There'll be justice. great fun here today with Laura Getz. She just shared the song, Come and Go With Me. I should mention, folks, by the way, that Laura does not go into a studio to record her songs. She's in her hallway there. She does simple recordings, but it's the way that people always used to sing together and play music together. And growing up under her mother's piano, she learned music in the bones from the start. I'm kind of amazed, by the way, when you do the Saturday sing-along, Laura, you use uke, you use your voice, do acapella sometimes, maybe the banjo a few times, but never a piano that I've seen. Am I wrong? I haven't seen everything. There were two weeks when I used the piano. We did a musical theater week. So yeah, we've had a couple at the piano, but that's a little more that takes more preparation because I just don't play the piano as much as I used to. And there's just a little more going on with both hands more involved and then singing. So, Well, let's do another song for Song of the Soul. Want to get several more in? Well, what's next? It's a Good Day by Peggy Lee and Dave Barber. This is a peppy song. It's from 1946. 
and a lot of people covered it. Bing Crosby, Judy Garland, even Kenny Rogers. I don't think I've heard that version. (laughs) It's a little bit of an earworm. And I have music going through my head a lot. Like when I'm shoveling snow or mowing the lawn, often I'm thinking of a song. And one of the nice things about the sing-along, and one more reason I like to pick upbeat songs is because these things go through my head in the week that I'm preparing and then the week following. So it's a good day, I find, is a good one to have going through my head. Right now, we're going to listen to It's a Good Day. came out way back in 1946. It's by Peggy Lee and then Dave Barber and his orchestra. And it is a good day. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song. Yes, it's a good day for shining your shoes And it's a good day for losing the blues Everything to gain and nothing to lose Cause it's a good day from morning till night I said to the sun, good morning sun Rise and shine today You know you've gotta get going if you're gonna make a showing It's a good day. Laura Getz was sharing the music for us with her uke and with her voice. And I would say actually a very delicious voice. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's one of the things that led me to invite you to be on here is because even though you don't have recordings out there, I mean, you've done recordings with the church and community group that you were part of. You evidently are part of a recording that was done by the Broadway United Methodist Church Choir. So you've been part of recordings. I wanted to ask you a little bit about your religious spiritual background. One of the things is you did share spiritual before, and you emphasized when you were talking about that, that it was the peace justice type ethos within it that called you. It's not any theology. How did you grow up? So I grew up in the United Methodist Church. The congregation I grew up in was pretty conservative. And I didn't come out until I was in college and I had left that congregation already. I think I was starting to feel it wasn't really resonating with me, but I hadn't really figured out why yet and started attending a different Methodist congregation in town that was a little farther along (laughs) the social justice path. It's probably the best way to put that. 
also had two really good preachers at that time that I just really enjoyed both of them. So got involved in that church and then moved away for graduate school. And then I think I was away for something like 22 years And I tried a few different congregations in there, but then landed at Broadway United Methodist Church in Chicago, which is one of the most progressive Methodist churches anywhere. And that was uh, an affirming place to be. The music program was so good. (laughs) I was really excited to be part of that choir. Music is always a draw for me. If a place has a good church choir or a good choir and the message is good, I'm going to keep going. And so I attended that church while I was in Chicago and then moved back home. And there's a Unitarian congregation in the area where I live now. And it is just a wonderful group of people and very, very justice-oriented church. It seems to me like if there is anything happening in the community, you're going to see a UU there. They show up for everything. They're so involved, so thoughtful, and just a really caring, engaged group of people. And Julie is such a great pastor there. She is, yes. Well, let's go on with some more of your music. Let's get in the full quota if we can. What's next? All right. So the next one is called We'll Meet Again. This is from 1939, and it was made famous by Vera Lynn. So England had entered World War II by this point. And so this song had a particular poignancy for that time. And actually, we sang this on the first sing-along. I think this is one of the uke books, because otherwise I would not have known it. We had just gone on lockdown. So we had no idea when we were going to be able to get together with people again in person. And I picked this song because I just wanted to help all of us, myself included, feel this belief that, yeah, this is really hard. We're going to get through it. And frankly, God willing, we will meet again because we have no idea who's going to get infected with this horrible virus and who's going to make it and who isn't. So the original context was World War II. I found it to be very appropriate for this COVID time. And then it turned out that Vera Lynn was still alive last year when we sang this for the first time on the sing-along. And she lived to June 2020. She died at the age of 103. Wow. And this song is the one we probably would have ended each week with, but for the one that we're going to end this episode with. (laughs) And one other thing people should know about this song, you may or may not have heard Vera Lynn share the song, but you might have heard the recording that was part of the movie Dr. Strangelove. The subtitle of that movie is How I Learned to Love the Bomb. The movie ends with nuclear Armageddon happening with this song sweetly playing in the background. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, so I did not know that when I picked this (laughs) song. That's not the context I wanted for this. Perfect for COVID times. We've got Laura Getz here today for Song of the Soul. And here's a simple home recording she made of We'll Meet Again. It was actually written by Ross Parker and Huey Charles.
is helping us stay upbeat for a song of the soul today that song we'll meet again is sweet and poignant especially for the time of covid for over 50 weeks now she's been doing saturday sing-along you can find the link to it via nordenspiritradio.org and you can join her at six o'clock central time on saturdays are you not allowed to do anything else on saturday (laughs) so there have been i think two times that we've adjusted the time slightly. One, I'm not going to lie, it was for a football playoff game, just because I know my audience up here. Um, <laughs> people like their Packers games, so I was not going to compete with that. I'm sort of amazed myself that there have been 50 consecutive ones thus far. Knock wood, I'll be able to keep that going. A friend asked what my exit plan was. He asked me this more than six <laughs> months ago. I said, I don't have an exit plan. I didn't have a plan going in. I just... One of my favorite singer-songwriters is Susan Werner, W-E-R-N-E-R. She writes clever, funny, poignant, I mean, any type song that woman can write it. On March 15, 2020, the Ides of March, she did a show on Sunday and just went live on Facebook. And she said, basically, she was trying to comfort us and said, you know, we're in this tough spot right now. Let's just sing together. Dawn and I were listening in in the kitchen. We were making dinner and I just sat there and I kind of rested my chin on my hands. And I thought, boy, I've just been feeling so unsettled and scared this week because of this pandemic starting and what's going to happen. And here's this person just bringing this joy into our kitchen. And, you know, I was sitting there, I was singing along with her and clapping when she got done with this song. And I thought, well, I know some songs. I know a lot of people who love to sing. I wonder if I should do a sing-along. And so that's how that whole thing started. I was inspired by Susan's. And so she's one week ahead of me. So so she's done 51. I've done 50. (laughs) (laughs) Susan's wonderful. I had her as my guest way back, I don't know how many years ago. And the song that she shared did trouble me particularly. I love that song so much. And 
Sunday morning, Sunday morning, and all the other songs she had from that release that she did right around there. Yes. And we've done Help Somebody Mm. in the sing-along, which is, I think that's also from that Gospel Truth album. That's a really good one, too. But right now, we're going to have another song that's going to be performed through the voice and lips and ukulele of Laura Getz. Ken Adler wrote a song called We're In This Together early on in the pandemic. And he is a friend of mine from the UU Congregation and the UU Choir, which I sing with now. When our church services went all virtual, they were trying to fill up the music slots with original music. And Ken had written this song called We're In This Together and asked if I would sing it. And I said, I would be so honored to sing this song. So he is playing the guitar and then it's my voice with that. And we're going to have a link to that video so you can watch it that way. I do think that in the video and in this recording that we'll be listening to, your voice isn't given the prominence that it deserves. The the balance would be shifted a little bit more in your favor if it was up to me. But either way, it is a really sweet song. It's got a hopeful quality, but it's also has that admission of the pain that so many of us have experienced in this year of not being able to hug, touch, be with those that we love. So let's listen to Laura Getz and Ken Adler as they share Ken's song, We're In This Together. Reading alone, there's little to say. 
me a call and we can help each other get through. We're in this together. Your pain is not your own. Though we may not touch each other. And even though we may not touch each other, you are not alone. What a beautiful message for this day and time. You'll find a lot more good messages, hopeful, uplifting, sometimes uh, with other notes in there as well. At the Saturday sing-along, which she shares via Facebook, we have on the northernspiritradio.org website a link to the Saturday sing-along. Six o'clock on Saturday evenings, you can join in. It's central time that we're dealing with, and you could be listening to us from anywhere across the world to this program, so just recalibrate so that you can match it in the Midwest. Follow, follow the link to that site and just join in and sing along. You'll, you'll be muted. They won't be listening to you, but you'll be having the song channeled through Facebook to you, to your heart. I think I'm going to just rush us into the last song. So the last song is called Love is All Around Me, and it's by Trisha Alexander, who is a singer-songwriter currently working this song I learned because Dawn, when we were in Chicago, was part of Artemis Singers, which was lesbian feminist chorus in Chicago. And they sang this one together. Uh, it's got all these beautiful harmonies. I'm not technologically savvy enough to be able to record all the beautiful harmonies. So this is just the melody that you'll hear of me. But we sang this at the end of week one. And several people asked that we sing it at the end of every sing-along. So we have ended 50 sing-alongs in a row with this song by Trisha Alexander, which is Love is All Around Me. And that's how we're going to finish off Song of the Soul today. Again, Laura, it's so wonderful to get to know you, spend time with you, and to have your music infiltrate the airwaves to reach out to more people. I do hope more people tune in, sing along, and find that joy that you can carry in your heart. You can be together even when we're apart. And I'm so thankful you joined me here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. We're going out with Trisha Alexander's song. I'll try and have a link to her on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. The song officially is I Know What I'm Looking For, and Love is All Around Me is the name that many people know it by. In either case, it's a beautiful song, and Laura Getz provides a wonderful rendition of it. Tune in on Saturdays at 6 o'clock Central Time to join in the Saturday sing-along. We'll go out here with Love is All Around Me. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. Love is all around me in this world. Love is all around me in this world. Love is all around me, I am absolutely sure. I can see it because I know what I'm looking for. Joy is all around me in this world. Joy is all around me in this
this world. Joy is all around me, I am absolutely sure. I can see it, cause I know what I'm looking for. Hope is all around me in this world. Hope is all around me in this world. Hope is all around me, I am absolutely sure. I can see it, cause I know what I'm looking for. Peace is all around me in this world. Peace is all around me in this world. Peace is all around me, I am absolutely sure. I can see it, cause I know what I'm looking for. Love is all around me in this world. Love is all around me in this world. Love is all around me, I am absolutely sure. I can see it, cause I know what I'm looking for. I can see it, cause I know what I'm looking for. I can see it, Cause I know what I'm looking for. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.